that through the power of the internet and other sort of various things i had to do to make this happen i have chris sheeler maryland's favorite son with us tonight how you doing chris good how are you guys doing we're doing good fantastic now chris sheeler just released your you released your song deal with the devil what day did you do that again uh that just came out last friday so that was the, the may 22nd may 22nd Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my, my days all run together now. I don't even know what day it is. I think it's is. May. Yeah, May something. <laughs> you betcha. Well, May yeah. 26th. Okay, four days ago. I love that song, dude. That's a, that's a good tune. Thank you. Appreciate that. Man, it's cool. It, it's crisp. It is very fucking... It's done well, man, that production-wise. It sounds yeah. like leaps and bounds ahead of stuff that you had previously released there. Just uh, some of the stuff from like 2017, I believe it was. You don't got a lot out there on yourself yet. It sounds like you just kind of holding us at bay and gave us a little teaser. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny you mentioned the, the difference in the production quality. Um, I actually had two previous EPs that I did myself. Um, actually, one of them, the, the two songs you heard, I recorded at home. Um, mostly like in my basement and then I had sent them off to somebody to um, finish the mix and um, I I think he did a a pretty good job with what I provided him but um, you know just like looking back you know I was just listening to my results of like what I was getting at home I I felt it was time to actually like go into a studio and um, and do it so um yeah, I live in York, PA right now. We have this really nice studio uh, called Think Loud. Okay. And um, it's actually um, some of the guys in the band. You guys remember the rock band Live from the 90s? Yes, oh, yes hell I yeah. do. Hell yeah, yeah they're, um, I think some of them may be um, partners in it, but both Chad Taylor, the guitarist, is pretty heavily involved there. Um, nice. And the... Um, engineers that actually work in the production are uh, Carson Slovak and Grant McFarland, and they work with uh, Everclear, they work with Candlebox. Oh, that's um, right. And yeah, I think they were actually nominated for a Grammy. Um, and they, they just do a really good job there. They, they know what they're doing. <laughs> no doubt, certainly when you throw those names around for sure. Yeah. I wasn't, a, I wasn't a huge Everclear fan, but you can't deny that they were a successful act for sure. And I, I am a Candlebox fan, fucking had some lives, so there you go. Yeah, and Chris, by no means do I want to say that the, the stuff before was like not top sure, notch. It's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just like once you get that, that final polish on it, you're just like, wow, that's, that's awesome. Like your song, Deal with the Devil, it's so cool. It's so fucking modern rock. I love it. And I love the yeah, story love behind it, man so cool like the robert johnson the, the blues artist who have sold the soul in exchange for for, for yeah. some greatness is that something you find yourself writing about kind of some lore and background and storytelling in that sense um i i, I try to um 
I, this is probably the first song like this that would have that um, that that much of a story that is you know close to like a, an actual real person. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I write about all all kinds of different stuff, but I kind of liked. I had a lot of fun with this one. Um, so the the thing that really inspired me to write this song was uh, the documentary about Robert Johnson called um, Devil at the Crossroads. I don't know if you guys saw that on. Oh yeah, uh, I've, I saw it on Netflix. I didn't yes. actually watch it. I meant to watch it and I don't know if it's still on there. Yeah. Like everything on my fucking watch list, it just disappears. Right. <laughs> and it comes and goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that really, for some reason, um, caught my eye. Um, Absolutely. I've heard of Robert Johnson before, I, you know, being that I've been playing guitar for a long time. You know, I just read about him in, in magazines and stuff. Um, but something about that, the, like the trailer, really caught my eye. So, yeah. um, like, this seems really interesting. So I watched it, and it just seemed really cool, just the people's um, stories about him and just how it was like you know, this rumor rumor that he sold his soul to the sold devil. The soul of the devil yeah. And then, yeah, how he kind of came back and with like a lot of his lyrics would actually kind of um, talk about things that might uh, actually feed into those rumors. Um, like I think he had a song called, uh, well, there's a song called Crossroads Blues, which uh, we know as Crossroads, but uh, Cream covered that. Um, also, he had songs about like hellhounds and stuff like that. So, um, I thought it was cool how he really like fed into that. Um, also, um, yeah, kind of kind of reminds me how like the Beatles when um, there were the rumors that Paul was dead, and then they oh, yeah. they did things like put subliminal messages and backwards recording. <laughs> Well, yeah, what I really like about it is just, you know, you coming out fresh out of the gate with something like this, Deal with the Devil, like you're making your own Deal with the Devil. You're putting yourself out there and you're like putting it on the line, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I kind of related to that in some ways. Like I think at the end of the song, um, when I was done writing it, I'm like, the, the lyrics were inspired by that story, but it could really be... Yeah, I was gonna say it kind of took on its own life. Certainly for anybody that's you know trying to trying to get ahead of the game, you know. Right. And how long have you been in the music game, so to speak, Chris? Like, how long you been doing this? I've actually been doing this for a while. I'm probably coming up on around 20 years. Um, Oh wow. Yeah, I I played. um, I started out just doing like the the cover band thing. wrote a few songs here and there and then um didn't really get into um the solo uh stuff until maybe about like 10 years ago um and i was kind of slow to get my writing going like i'd write some some songs here and there but then some other project would come up so that would be scrapped and i you know i'd concentrate more on like learning covers and trying to get gigs and that sort of thing <laughs> um so back around because that was 2017 when i released my first solo ep i'm like you know what i have all these songs that i wrote i wanted to, i have to document them somehow <laughs> um so that's that's kind of when i started to 
find my voice, I would say, as a songwriter and a solo artist. Um, and yeah, I think I've um, put a lot of thought and, and a lot of work into it since then. So I, I felt it was time to, um, you know, actually go go into a studio and um, hire some people that could bring the best um, out of it. And yeah, it's it's funny. Like the um, there are several iterations of this song, and if you heard the first version, uh, like the main riff is the same. But it's interesting how how much it evolved. Like the chorus is totally different lyrically. It's um, y you would recognize some lines, but it's much much different. And did you was that just something that you rewrote as you went type thing, or do they kind of help you out with that in the studio when you were there? Uh, a little bit of both. So uh, um, I worked with a drummer uh, on this, uh, Robin Diaz. He was a session drummer based out of LA um, and he did some work with live uh, on tour uh, also with Candlebox actually he just came off a tour with Candlebox back in February um, so he did this I'm trying to think when he recorded um, back in I want to say like late November December we were working on this um, so I took the original idea to him and um, there originally weren't many lyrics in the chorus. So um, there's that kind of main hook, you made a deal with the devil. But leading up to that, there was just sort of like this chanting, um, kind of like the like woes and, and stuff like that, kind of just leading up to that point. So. I played that for him and he says, um, he, he suggested, um, he, he said, I, I really think the chorus needs lyrics. So, um, I, we got on like a FaceTime, he pulled out his guitar and he's suggesting a few things and I'm like, okay. So we, we go back and forth and, um, I just maybe like a week later I came back to him and totally revised it he's like wow that's like so much better he's and um so i i laid down like another version of that um and took it into the studio and um <clears throat> grant who's uh one of the engineers there he focuses mainly on vocals um he's like why don't you try it play so uh kind of like on the spot in the booth, we totally uh, upended the chorus. <laughs> and I mean, it's kind of like that whole shouting thing that I do there, That's um, yeah. that wasn't originally there. He's like, why don't you try this? And then he, he, he kind of did it. And then I sung it back and then um, it just really took on a whole different energy with what he brought to the table there. So that's awesome. again, right. I was like, that's, that's great. And like at that, that point I realized just because I'm a solo artist doesn't mean I should work alone because you get all these great ideas from different people. Sure. That's would pretty, would you say they, they challenged you pretty good to, to pull the best out of you? Oh yeah, definitely. Cause, um, actually a friend of mine, 
listen to the song and he's like, wow, I've been listening to you for a long time and I've never heard you shout like that. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> and um, it did challenge me because just like, I'm not used to singing that way. Like I could hit the notes, but, um, and then also, you know, in the studio you do like take after take. So uh, they're, the, the vocals start to fatigue at some point, <laughs> especially if you're not used to that style. Um, and the other challenge uh, was like there's a, like a scream in the middle of the song. And that's not something that I thought of on my own. He, he's like, now why don't you try a scream here? So I did that <laughs> a couple times and I, well, I think, I think we did it like five times and he caught the best one. Uh, most of them were pretty weak. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to hear the outtakes of that. That would be pretty funny. But um, that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. I, I'm glad he caught one that was that was decent. Well, those guys, when you when you go into a studio like that, those guys move so fast, eh? Mm. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, like I've been recording myself for a long ass time. And it's like I take right. fucking forever to like, right. Whatever. And then you go into these big fancy. Pl- I've never been on a fancy one, but like just just people that like know what the hell they're doing. Right. Like, holy man, you did that in like fourteen seconds. I'd still be working on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pretty overwhelming. Yeah, and we were actually commenting on that. So, um, the other musician I brought in with me was a guy named Jason Greenwood. Uh, he also lives out here in uh, York, Pennsylvania. Um, he's the guitarist on the track. So we were like sitting there just watching these guys work. Like we, a lot of it was, you know, we'd do our takes, but then they would kind of edit it, it right on the spot. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we would sit there and watch them and we just, we just couldn't believe how fast they were like, moving and editing things. Um, and. Yeah, I guess you know they say like you you have to do that because your ears fatigue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, guys say, "My, I'm going, I'm getting ear tired, or I'm going right. deaf, or whatever. I can't, I can't hear anything anymore." <laughs> I have to say, right. I don't know. I don't know what you're listening for, but whatever you got to do, I'm paying you the money, so just fucking do your thing, man. <laughs> yeah, that's funny hearing you guys say that, just because I'm like from the spectator standpoint, you guys both like record yourself and know what to look for well i hope so right but you know for me i'm just like oh so you're like yeah like your ears can get tired and you're not sure what you're hearing so i can only imagine you know some of the stuff they do if they're not moving fast but you know that's why you hired the big guns that's why you got right you know those guys they're doing that and you had some awesome musicians and it sounds like it fucking made you come above leaps and bounds but um talking about like some of the older stuff you did like is there a chance mm-hmm. that you'll re-release those or put those out because you uh, from what i read you only had those available like at the live shows you were doing yeah and actually uh i just they were online up until recently i just kind of okay. took them down to kind of pave the way for this newer stuff yeah that I'm doing. That's smart. um but i wanted to leave something up there so you know i have two two of the the tracks that i still like um yeah def- to answer your question i definitely want to redo some of them um yeah, I have one song in particular that kind of fits fits uh, this, this sort of like hard rock, uh, but not too heavy. Um, it's very guitar driven, and I'd like to just go back. Like I like the song, and like I think the final mix was even okay, but um, I just feel like it maybe like it could 
use another part added to it, or maybe I would have um, taken a different approach with the guitars, stuff like that. Well, certainly, I think it'd be something that might be might benefit from taking it to these guys that did uh, deal with the devil and see what their take would be on it and take it to the right. next level for you, right? Yeah, for sure. Because once yeah. you have one one taste of like how good you can sound, it's just mm -hmm. like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm like, what? Why wasn't I doing this 20 <laughs> well, years ago? Yeah, why did I not? Yeah, exactly. Why? Well, I, I, sure the price tag, but I paid for the shit I do is substantially less than what you had to pay for that, and that's none of my business. But I can just speculate. <laughs> <laughs> but man, hearing it is just cool, and I, I just want to know where you're headed to with that. I know, obviously, this song just came out, and it's gonna ride out and play out for quite a while because it fucking kicks mm -hmm. ass. But uh, moving forward, is it kind of going to be an album? Is it going to be more singles? Is it going to be produced by the same people? Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm kind of in the middle of figuring that out right now. Um, I do have another single lined up with the same cast of characters here. Um, nice. So awesome. the, the drums were actually tracked at the same time. So Robin does... Um, his, his stuff in a home, his home studio out in LA. Um, so he sent that all to me. And actually, we began looking at that in the while we were in the studio there. We actually, um, Carson had edited the drums for both songs at the same time just to sort of lay the groundwork for the tracks. Um, so we're scheduled now. We we're actually supposed to go back in the beginning of April to to finish uh, the second song, but uh, everything got sidetracked with COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. So um, at this point, I'm scheduled to go back in June, the end of June, um, to finish my vocals and what well, we got to do guitar and bass as well. Um, so I'm hoping that, um, you know, things are gonna get back to the new normal soon and we can get in there and finish the song. <laughs> it just seems like it's a common theme from artists we've talked about. Yeah. Like everybody was busting their ass getting stuff good to go. They had stuff on their right. horizon. It's like, nope, 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 nope. Sit down. That's it. <laughs> yep. Stupid COVID. Man. Yeah, it just go goes to show you, you, you never know what's going to happen. So. Yeah, but with this being released, what's been the reception from other people besides us who've dug the track? Like, People, people thinking it's good. You're really happy with what people are saying. Yeah, I, I, I've heard from a lot of just friends and family just saying, uh, you know, just very nice things and like uh, they're really noticing, like you guys did, the improvement between the two uh, sets of recordings that I had. Um, so I'm extremely happy that that people notice the difference. Um, and uh like again i wish i would have started doing this sooner <laughs> um with this approach but hey you're not the the only guy we've talked we've talked to many musicians <laughs> who said hey 15 20 years down the road they figure it out so right. you're well on on the same <laughs> same pace some of them yeah, have you're, been. Do, you're doing all right, right. <laughs> well and then they, they say like um uh, sorry i just totally lost my train of thought there but you know 15 years ago 20 years ago like I, I didn't know the people that studio wasn't there so um you know the the timing is right now because of people i've met and because of um you know of course the robert johnson documentary that was on netflix <laughs> yeah absolutely 
So, yeah, it all, I guess, happened to the, everything was at the right place at the right time, so. <laughs> totally. What's yeah. the what's the music scene in New York like before before all this shit happened? Like you said, you were doing a bunch of cover band gigs and stuff like that. Did you guys always have a good reception? Yeah, um, this was a long time ago. So I, I have three kids now. So yeah. I kind of um, stopped doing that yeah. a while ago. So my oldest is ten. Um, okay. I was still doing like an occasional thing with um, mm. with a, a band um, I was with at the time. Um, but now, yeah, it's just hard to get four people together because a lot of the the uh, musicians I used to play with are in the same boat. They have young kids, yeah. full time <laughs> jobs. <laughs> it's just tough. So yeah. that's mainly why I work solo. It's just because I don't have to, you know, schedule. You don't have to wait around for anybody else. You can just do it. Again. Yeah, yeah and, so. and and not to blame everyone else. I'm, you know just as busy like it would be just as hard for me to make it to a, a weekly rehearsal or something yeah. like that so you can you so. can you can work around your own schedule with less exactly. guilt less guilt yeah exactly <laughs> and i you know Sorry, work on my folks. i can i can work on my singing in the car yeah, exactly. <laughs> um you know the guitar parts i play like out acoustic aren't very complicated i just sort of do rhythm so that's that's not very hard so um yeah, uh, it, it's a good scene around here. I mean, it used to be more of a band scene, um, but now um, it, it's it's a different world, I, I guess, that I'm in because I'm doing like acoustic. Um, so it's more like smaller pubs and restaurants, but there's a lot of smaller sort of craft brew, microbrew places popping up that are um, lend themselves better to acoustic music anyway so it's it's it was cool to see that that evolution um there are still plenty of bland of, of band venues but um i i don't know i think it's it's just it, it's changing um there are some bigger places around harrisburg of course uh baltimore if you're familiar with this area uh, you know that's like within like an hour radius um okay. Also, there's a, a few places in um, Lancaster, which is yep. east of York. Um, they still do band type things. Um, so yeah, but it's it, for me, it's just been an evolution to just like the more the scaled back acoustic thing. Yeah, well, there's something to be said for honing yeah. your craft acoustically. Like I love seeing that video on your YouTube channel there of you just, you know, playing there. We got uh, quite a few like micro group places where you got a stage set up in the corner and you're yeah. always yeah. people play. It's really mm -hmm. enjoyable to see, but um, other stuff that I've been privy to and other people have been privy to is the awesome, fantastic fucking rock and roll fantasy cap that, that you put on your YouTube. That looks so yeah. awesome. Man, can you oh, tell yeah. us all, all about that? Like you got to play with some amazing people and that looked like a blast. Sure. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, so I did this last summer. Uh, was actually last May, so it was just a little over a year ago. Um, I went to. Uh, so you probably saw there's a, a, a video of me playing with Robert and Dean DeLeo from STP. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so the, the STP was my biggest influence um, in learning to play guitar and still in songwriting. Wow. They, they influenced me a lot. <laughs> 
Um, so I went there to, just to like go and jam with them. I thought that would be cool. Uh, um, also, my, Mike Inez and Jerry Cantrell were there. Nice. So that was cool too. I'm, I've always been a big Allison Chains fan. Um, so that's the main reason I went, but I got like so much more out of it. Um, just meeting all the you know different musicians from all over the country um, and just hanging out and playing music for for four days. Um, that's cool. Got to play the whiskey a go go, so that was pretty oh, cool. Well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I saw that, and I was wondering, like, does everybody get to do that? Like, what's the opportunity? Like, I saw you up there playing, like, the show. Is it sort of like, you know, a group of four will play, a group of four the next day, a group of four the other day? Yeah, so it, it's... I forget how many bands there were. There were, like, ten. So they group you into a band before you go to the camp. Um, so about a week out, you're, you're sending email, and you're like... Hey, you're with this group of people, and um, start talking to each other to try to figure out what you're gonna play. Because really, there's so much going on, and you're rehearsing for four days, but it's only like maybe two-hour sessions. And so, are these so, perfect strangers? Pretty much, you're, you're getting yeah. connected with. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I think there were some instances where uh, some of the people. Uh, well, there was a there was a father and two sons. That was really cool. Um, and there were some people that, uh, I think were in a band together at one point, but they, like, it was like two of them, but they still had one or two strangers join them. Um, and each band had a counselor. So, uh, my counselor was Rudy, Rudy Sarzo. Are you guys familiar? No. No, no. Um, he was, um, he was with Quiet Riot. Back when they did oh, uh, come on, feel the noise. Wow. They did uh, <laughs> some stuff with Ozzy and Randy Rhodes for a no while. No big deal. Um, yeah, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, and he he's uh, currently with the Guess Who. He's still working. And uh, okay. Yeah, but there's some uh, really awesome musicians there, and I, you know, I was f like familiar with all of their work, but I didn't really know. You know, I might not have like been able to recall what they did if you just told me that their name. Right. like off the top of my head but yeah it gave me like a, a, a like an appreciation for all these different musicians and um yeah i guess a lot of them are like that like the higher gun types mm -hmm. <laughs> um and just being around them and like hearing their you know their tips and everything just gave me an appreciation of like how good they have to be to like be at that level right um right and be a hired like working professional musician it's so crazy to get to think about getting a gig like that to just be even just like a, like a session writer. Like we had last weekend, we had uh, Barry Benedetta from he he wrote three songs on uh, Cinderella's like most popular album or something okay. like that. He played cool. guitar on three tracks, but he said he only like that album went triple platinum. But I can't remember what went wrong. He he wasn't a part of some union or something. Yeah, uh, that was exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah, wasn't part of some songwriters union or some shit. So he only got like a thousand bucks. No. It's like that album went fucking triple platinum. It was, it was just kind of funny. Some of the stories he was telling. It's like, yeah, Bon Jovi was there singing up vocals, and uh, the Richie Sambora said he'd play guitar. Told him to go fuck himself, and so I got. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, well, that's kind of funny, dude. It's just those, that's old school though, like yeah. back in the day, day like this. Right. 
But if you think about, if you could, if like your your drummer there, that you know, a session drummer, mm-hmm. probably a decent coin, and you know, if you, that might be a bracket that people should start exploring more if uh, if COVID keeps up and uh, shows start dying altogether and shit like that. That'd be right. That'd be right. Yeah. And yeah, actually, man. that's. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. Oh, yeah. That, I actually met uh, Robin out there, too. He was one of the counselors. Um, so he worked with... Um, I mentioned he toured with Live. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we actually saw him, like, the previous summer when they did a, a summer tour. They, they had a stop around here. Um, and we noticed they had two drummers. So they, um, their usual drummer, Chad, Chad Gracie, had... I think he was recovering from like a shoulder surgery or something. Okay. And we're like, we're like, why do they have two drummers? <laughs> and then we come to find out later he was, you know, recovering from this injury. So they brought in Robin to, uh, I guess, do some more like the complex drum the fill songs. and stuff. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so, yeah, like, well, they they played at the same time, but he would he would do some of the stuff that maybe would have been a little intense for like Gracie at that point in his recovery. That's um, cool. So, yeah, we got to talking because he spent quite a bit of time um, in York when he was working with those guys. So we were just talking about York and, uh, like, restaurants he liked and stuff. And then I told him uh, when I was going into the studio, I said, hey, man, we're, you know these guys, right? I, I'm, I'm going to be going in there to record a, a song or two. And he's like... Hey, who's doing your drums? So, like, I, <laughs> I, I actually, you know, wasn't gonna ask him. I was just like, gonna maybe see if he had any like tips for me for like working there, you know, anything I should know. But he was like, um, you know, next thing I know, he's like helping me write the song. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, man. That's so awesome. yeah, it was, um, yeah. So that like, and that ties back to like the rock and roll fantasy camp thing. So like a, a year later. You know, it was like this awesome experience, but we're still having like these little, um, like side experiences off of that. <laughs> yeah, and it goes to show, like with Robin, that experience. Like sometimes it's just putting it out there. All you gotta do is like ask or just make it right. happen. Because a, yeah, a lot of people, yeah, shoot your shot. A lot of a lot of people just want to help out regardless. It's just most of us are too scared to ask or just you know move aside from those subtle hints and be like, hey. Do you want to fucking do this for me or what? <laughs> right. Well, that that's a good point. I, I mean, I guess that, like, if he wouldn't have, like, offered, I don't know if I would have, like, asked. I, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> well, because you, you had it subconsciously in your mind, like, he'd never played drums on my song. I wouldn't even bother this man. <laughs> yeah. May, maybe that's what I was thinking. But... Maybe that's what you're thinking. <laughs> that's what I would have been thinking. Yeah, I think we, we even do it too. Me and Joey here, like, even with a right. podcast like this, when we try and ask for guests, we're like, well, fuck, they're never going to want to talk to us. Like, why even bother? And then, you know, you ask, and then sometimes, surprisingly enough, you know, people are like, I would love to. I haven't been on a podcast or something for ages or ever, and it's so fun to just put yourself mm-hmm. out there. All people can really say is no, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I <laughs> mean, true. you never really expected anything anyways, so you're not losing anything. Right. <laughs> Yeah, life lessons with Chris. Perfect. Right. Perfect, I love it. Hell yeah, man. So was there some like really big, you know, tricks of the trade that you kind of took out of that especially? Or was just that overall experience something that you really appreciated and took, took out of? Regarding the fantasy camp? Yeah, you yeah. betcha. 
Yeah, there. I mean, there are a lot of like small details that I could probably talk to you about for hours, but um, <laughs> um, they had uh, one of the sessions. Like, in addition to like all the jamming, um, they had these like breakout sessions, like where maybe um, you know somebody's giving like bass tips or guitar tips, and then uh, there was like a round table where three of the counselors would actually listen to your original song and you know give you advice on it um and i took a lot of uh, feedback from one of the songs i played there um and actually the one of the the song that they listened to i didn't use but um i think a lot of the advice they gave me uh, like one was like the the one thing I learned I heard loud and clear from the one counselor was, don't mix your own music. Have somebody do it for you. <laughs> there are people that this is what they do. That's you know what, that's that's good advice for anybody. I think that's yeah, uh, trying he, to start out and do it because you're going to be super biased with yourself. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> hey man, yes, that sounds he, as good as it's ever sounded. <laughs> yeah, and these guys like really just tore the song apart. I mean, not in a mean way, but like they really dove in and I, I like I said I didn't use that song but I took a lot of their advice and it's now Applied anytime elsewhere, yeah. yeah anytime I'm writing I'm like well does this you know match up with this with, with this guy said here or whatever um, and you know another tidbit that I got from uh, Rudy Sarzo who was um, the guy I mentioned earlier his big thing is you know, a lot of times in a song, it's all about the building and release of tension. So, for the 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 song I played, for example, he said, you know, it's just kind of going verse, chorus, verse, chorus. I don't, I can't, an, I, I'm not anticipating when the next part's coming out. There's no build up or anything. It's just all kind of one vibe. So, that really, I think, challenged me in my writing to make sure. Um, to switch up some parts and try to give you know a different sound. Um, so I'm trying to like you know learn a little bit of theory too. Finally. <laughs> nice. Um, so that's yeah, that was something I got. That's really cool. Yeah, right. great to hear that. Like after 20 years of doing your thing, there's still a lot that you can take out of it. It's like a profession where you get to constantly challenge yourself and you know by doing so you just get better and it sounds like it was a great experience is this something you would recommend like anyone do absolutely awesome yeah that's cool have, have any of these come around before with other artists like is this something big that like i, I have only heard of them like yeah. on tv stuff like that but yeah i, I don't even know the background behind yeah they actually they've been doing it for 25 years um <laughs> I didn't really know about it either until, so I follow a, an STP uh, fan group on Facebook. Um, and somebody had mentioned that Robert and Dean were going to be making an appearance. So that's where I first heard about it. Right. Um, but yeah, come to find out they've been doing it for 25 years. <laughs> and this was actually the, the second time they had the Stone Temple Pilots, Alice in Chains. So, um, so yeah, that was that was pretty cool. That it just happened to be two of my favorite artists uh, yeah, no at the same time. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, they have actually, they've gone through, you know, they've taken a hit too because of um, the uh, coronavirus and they actually just launched something last week. Um, they're doing online master classes. Oh. Okay. So, for example, they have Mark Farner from Grand Funk mm -hmm. um, doing a master class. I think his is on like songwriting or something like that. Um, they have just various musicians just giving like a one hour. Yeah, I session. saw I saw so, a bunch of those pop up. I've seen the what's his name Santana, Tom Morello, a whole bunch of guys doing that master class stuff. Right? Yeah, like that's I forget what that is. I know what you're talking about. Like they have the ads on YouTube all the yeah, time. Yeah, they have all that, that shit. Popping up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's something they're doing right now. Um, that's cool. But if you'd ever want to get like a small taste of, of what it's like, um, it'd be cool to do do one of those master classes. And it's it's like a I think it's like a Zoom meeting, so it's like interactive. It's not like you're just watching a video. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Not something you just download and throw on, and anybody can do. You actually get to maybe ask questions and interact. Say, hey, I can't get this cord, whatever. Right. That's great. That's good. I think a lot of people are being really creative with the coronavirus stuff that's happening. You know, we touch mm -hmm. on that with, with people collaborating over online, stuff like that. I know, like, Joey here, man, he's always mixing, matching with people across the world. <laughs> like, it's so that's cool right. that you guys just get to think outside the box and do it, aside from the same old, same old. You know, good and bads will come with it, but I know we're getting, you know, I think pretty tired of having to think outside the box. We just want to go see a good old-fashioned rock and roll concert in person. That's what I want to do, yeah, man. Yeah, let's just, let's get back in the box, right? Yeah, let's get <laughs> exactly. back a little bit, a little bit yeah. in the box. Let's, yeah. let's stay out of the box a little bit, but also get exactly. back in the box. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I'm just joking around. Oh, that's all good, so, Chris, man. Um, but yeah, I will say that, like, I've done my first two um, live stream performances, so... Um, yeah, a bunch of my gigs were canceled, like a lot of other musicians. Mm -hmm. um, and finally, I'm like, like I, I think when the first one was canceled, I'm like, I, I'm going to try the live stream for the first time to kind of make up for it. Um, and it, it was so easy. And I'm like, that was another thing. Why didn't I do this years ago? <laughs> right. Because, um, I, I mean, I do listen to a lot of podcasts and uh, follow a lot of people online that give... <laughs> you know, music marketing advice. And they're like, you got to do live stream. You got to do live streams. And I've always just been sort of like nervous to do it. Right. Um, it's, it's different because you, you don't see the people, you don't have that kind of like feedback um, right. by just watching their face to see if they like what you're doing or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's kind of weird for the first few minutes, but um yeah, it was actually a pretty cool experience. Like people leave like the chat messages and stuff and you can interact that way. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so it's pretty, pretty cool. Uh, Chris, how are you handling like stuff with social media now moving forward? Are you gonna be the one who's in charge of that, doing stuff and using like Twitter, Facebook, streaming on whatever platform you can? What, what's that gonna look like for you in the future? Well, for now, it's just, it's just me. Um, I have my wife helps out here and there. Um, I'm usually, I'm the one doing the posts, but um, she helps me a lot with ideas. She's very good with that stuff. Um, if I have like a big post, I always run it by her, like to make sure it's 
you know, she's good with grammar and all, and all that sort of thing. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it would help to have somebody else doing it, but I just, I, I don't need that right now. Um, so it'll, it'll still be me for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Have you, have you enjoyed connecting with people via social media, like reaching out and hearing what people have to say? I really have. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's, um, yeah. And I think especially like I, I, I was more active on Twitter like a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, but I kind of hit, I, I guess with the, the popularity of Instagram increasing, like that started to like, I, I feel like my Twitter engagement kind of started to go away. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I find it's like a good way to connect with other musicians. Um, Without a doubt, right? Yeah, and you know, like, you know, I would have never heard of you guys if it wasn't for, you know, having that uh, connection. Like, I think I heard of you through uh, Jeff, that uh, one of you guys works with Jeff, right? That's me, uh, Jeff Vicario. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's I me. just talk shit to Jeff. He's a piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> I fucking, I love Jeff. He's the best. Did you send him any songs yet? Did you send him your song? I actually, I did. I okay, did. Good. So, um, yeah, he got back to me and he's probably going to play me, uh, play one of my songs in his show sometime in nice. June. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's, it's cool to have that kind of, like, I don't really have any collaboration stories of, you know, I met someone and we worked on this song over the internet like nothing like that but um it's so cool man <laughs> yeah it's it's cool to, like I've, I've made connections with other musicians and yeah kind of repost each other's stuff and but it's you nice know to have... exactly that's half the battle yeah. too sometimes is to just have that and yeah it can and just like... happen so fast from what i've seen like along like with joey with the work he's done and like from other musicians that have been on our podcast and how they get connected with just a follow Friday post. And then all of a sudden, boom, 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 everybody follows this person, that person. And then you just see the intermingling of that community and then it just spitballs. That's very much it. You, you, you hit the nail on the head there. It's, it's about right. establishing a community for independent artists. And that's what, that's certainly what we try to do here. Um, just, you know, everybody's give everybody their chance to say what they got going on and talk about their stuff and learn a little bit about each other. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been really rewarding for me to have this going on. Uh, certainly, we started doing this as an excuse for me and Troy to talk every whenever, and <laughs> we just, now we're doing it for the greater good. Now we reap the rewards of getting people to send music in and hear about people because, Chris, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Deal with That's the devil is fucking great. I love it, man. Good it's song, sick. Dude. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it so much. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's, it's yeah and the, I'm I'm really glad to hear you liked it that much, um, because you know it, it, I, I I've only known you guys for like a couple weeks now, so you're not like obligated to like you don't have to tell me you like it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, if I didn't, if we didn't like it, you wouldn't be here right now, my friend. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. You look and at then, it that way, though. You got you got a couple of assholes in Canada love the song. <laughs> sent the song to Jeff in Finland, who's going to be playing it on a radio station out of the UK. So you're making some miles on that song already. It's been out for four days, so good for you, man. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty cool. I, I, another thing I wouldn't have been able to do like 20 years ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and I mean, certainly with every, everything was kind of definitely leaning heavily towards uh, a major social media influence. It's such a such a big part of everybody's lives. But when you mm -hmm. you know, especially during 
a pandemic and uh, everybody's reconnecting with maybe their, their Twitter feeds they neglected or whatever it right. may be. But now you can, you know, you can use social media as a very, very powerful tool if it's used properly. It can also right. be the worst thing to use, right? So it just depends. How it you can use. be. It can be. Yeah, exactly. And, and I just love that uh, it's, it's getting the word out. It, it is so cool. If it wasn't for COVID and the old Corona, I can tell you right now, mm-hmm. this, this wouldn't have happened and I wouldn't have heard like three quarters of the bands, maybe 90% of the bands that, that are, I'm listening oh, yeah. to now. It's great. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Uh, it's just unfortunate that something like this maybe had to happen. But hey, now we're doing the Lord's work is what we like to say. Lord's Spread work. the love. <laughs> getting the music out to where it needs to be. And that's that's amazing. But yeah. Uh, Chris, can you tell me some more influence you have? I know we talked about Led Zeppelin. I'm, well, sure. Zeppelin and the uh, Stone Temple Pilots, so that's in the bio there. But yeah, what else uh, do you like to listen to? Um, yeah, so within, you know, with the Stone Temple Pilots were my favorite, but I, I loved like that whole sort of grunge era. So, mm-hmm. you know, like the Pearl Jam, Nirvana, oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll listen to Lithium on Sirius. I, I guess well, they have Sirius in Canada, right? Yeah, you betcha. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it for sure. Just that whole channel, you know, I could listen to it for hours. Um, and you know, you know, just hearing like, just even like one-hit wonders from like the '90s, like that kind of stuff, I liked. Um, but yeah, I like I like a lot of classic rock stuff too. So I like the Beatles, um, one of my favorites. Uh, big pink floyd fan nice um yeah just wide range of stuff it, it sounds like yeah well, and... pretty wide range but usually it's like guitar driven rock stuff is that's sort of my main thing um but i don't know like i'll switch it up once in a while like i, I like newer stuff um um just today my wife and i were listening to the the 1975 they're pretty cool I wouldn't say they're like an influence. I mean, I only recently started listening to them, but I mean, they're an example of like a newer band I like. Um, the 1975. I think I've heard that name actually. But... <laughs> yeah, maybe you heard it on, you know, Lithium because it comes through so good in our igloos up here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Who invited this guy? It's Canada, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's not wrong. I love it. We had that with them channel I, I don't personally have serious but i've seen people post pictures of their serious stations on yeah. facebook I'm yeah i don't even know i don't even know what people listen to half the time because there's so much uh, out there right yeah. like like there's like, hard. but i think when people find something they tend to stick with it and so it's, right. it's really hard to branch out which is i'm glad right. that people are giving everybody the option like um you know chris is your stuff on sle joey we got him on sle yet Actually, oddly enough, I believe I did send you to... That a boy. That's the UK. Fuck, it's everywhere. <laughs> if, I, I'll double check with my with our... What, what, what do we call Jay? Our, our handler? Our, our boss? Is he our, our boss? boss? I guess He's so. In, good, because then we can call him an asshole, too. That's right. So, um, <laughs> I'll double check with him. I'll check, I'll check tonight and see if I sent that. If not, it'll be there in like fucking 20 seconds. It's fine. so chris what's the plan moving forward after all the stuff is figured out you said in june you'd be out there maybe doing some more vocals and stuff getting some work done with with upcoming tracks so yeah that'll be um 
I'll be back in the studio doing that, uh, just depending on what, what, what happens here, how we progress. Um, I think my, my gigs, I had some things lined up till the end of the year, but I'm not sure how that's going to go. That's been mostly, um, the couple of places I play are, uh, like restaurants. So Mm -hmm. I think around here, like restaurants are going to be open again, but like to partial capacity. So I don't know, you know, if they'll be, you know, paying musicians to come in to try to draw more people out when they're going to have half the crowd uh, anyways. Yeah. yeah, So, I mean, unless they want to, you know, just keep that vibe going for their customers. So I don't know what that, what that's, I don't think anybody knows what that's going to look like yet. So, um, yeah, I'm just for the time being, just working on, um, you know, I want to get out there and and promote devil as much as I can, (laughs) um, online for now. Nice. And, um, you know, finish this other track, mm-hmm. and then uh, I got a, a bunch of writing I got to finish up. So I got a bunch of like partially com- completed songs. So, nice. um, yeah, I don't know whether it, depending on the the studio schedule, I don't know if I'll be able to get back in in the near future and maybe turn all, all these into like you know eventually it'll be an EP or maybe I just do these two. And then come back in like a year or something and do an EP. I'm not sure. Right. Okay. Either way, you got your work cut out for you, anyways. But, um, <laughs> <That's right>. Yeah. <laughs> Getting back to that that new track that eventually be out. Is it going to be as heavy yes. as uh, Deal with the Devil? It's going to be pretty similar, I would say. Um, yeah, like this. I think Devil was once once I started once I wrote that main riff. I I kind of. Um, envisioned it to to be you know it, it's modern but very inspired by like classic rock so yeah the the main riff i think is very simple um and it like i was trying to go for something like uh like it like deep purple and like mm-hmm. early sabbath they always had these kind of like strong guitar riffs like even though they're so strong they're so like you know simple to play like sort of that um, that sort of thing. I think this track isn't going to ha- like be as like classic rock influenced, but it'll it'll complement it nicely. Um, I, I I don't know if it'll be as heavy yet because I, I just don't know what the uh, what the studio will, will bring out of it. So um, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> right cool. awesome. uh, yeah i look forward to it i would love to actually hear like deal with the devil like acoustic version you know put that up yeah. on youtube check that out. i would love that definitely thank you and actually yeah I, I plan on uh working on that too because you know when i play yes. live it's it's just me so i need yeah. to make it, i need to make an appropriate version of it that's not just me you know doing the best i can with <laughs> with you know just one person like it's got to be an appropriate arrangement so um, I'm, I'm awesome. glad you mentioned that, though. So that's uh, when when that's out, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> let, yeah, let us know about that, and please let us know the next time you're wanting to do a, a live stream. I'll happily try to promote that as well. I'd awesome, thank you so much. Personally, I'd love yeah. to see it. I, I just want to know for myself, but I'll click fucking retweet or whatever <laughs> I got to do. <laughs> yeah, it's our own selfish reasons, but yeah. hey, we might as well also, promote it, I guess. There. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> So like that's that's kind of 
where it leads us to. You got a lot in the works. You know, the song right now is kicking ass. It's so cool. You know, it's a pleasure to fucking hear everything you got going. Um, hey, is it time to hype some stuff up, Joey? Is it the time yeah, where we let them talk, let them tell us where we can support you, where we can hear everything, where we got to go to give them, give you our hard-earned money? That's right. Sure. Yeah. Actually, uh, you know, I'm actually not looking for any money right now. But if you uh, you can send it to me and I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, listen to Deal with the Devil. It's on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, uh, Amazon. You know, most of the main streaming services. If you don't have an account to one of those, you can find it on YouTube. Um, Follow me on social media. Uh, I'm at Chris Sheeler Music on Facebook. And for Twitter and Instagram, it's just at Chris Sheeler. Right on. So just, we'll uh, have most of that all on our Podbean site as well. We always have those links there, but it's good to hear from uh, where, where where to go just in case we miss yeah. them. But yeah, we'll definitely have those links and people can find us there because we're everywhere too. That's that's what it's all about. Just, yeah, I just gave about. you like I just gave you like twenty links. So. <laughs> oh, we'll get all of them. That's perfect. No worries there. Cool man, that's for sure. Anything else to drop for us there, Chris? Before we let you go and say thank y'all. I think I'm good for now, guys. I really appreciate awesome. it. I thank you for having me on. It's that exciting a pleasure, man. to uh, to do an international thing here. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Definitely, yeah, because we're we're on uh, SLA Radio Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, so yeah, that goes to the UK. This we air, yeah, fucking everywhere, right? Canada, USA. Where do we got some crazy ones now, Joey? Fucking Singapore. Oh, you know what? Singapore's <laughs> tuning in. I saw a couple from Brazil. I saw a couple from uh, Russia, which I thought was kind of scary. I don't know. That's a <laughs> they they already <laughs> tune into everything they got. Yeah, They're tapping right. in regardless. I think I saw a couple from Iran, too. So I think we got a whole Cold War thing going on. With oh, exactly. Fucking so. <laughs> well, we'll get bombed out of here. That's right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's going. It's going everywhere. You're coming with us, Chris. We never forget the people that have our backs, so or you know what I mean. Deal with uh, the devil. Awesome. Find it everywhere you can. Seriously, it's a good song. I get sent a lot of crap in my day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> people send me good stuff, but this is certainly right up there with all the good stuff I get. Um, I, I, yeah, it's it's catchy. It's got everything. It's got everything I look for in a song. It's well written. Yeah, man, you got it. It's a good song. Hell yeah! All the best, Thanks man. Lot, guys. Yeah, Take appreciate care. appreciate all you're doing for independent music here. Well, we're trying. Oh fuck! You better get some sleep, man. I just, yeah. it's, like, it's like quarter after twelve where <laughs> you're at. <laughs> it's like two hours past my bedtime. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> no, it's cool. All right, man. All the best. Thanks, guys. Be safe. Yeah, Stay you healthy. Too. We will take care, Chris. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hell yeah. Right. Chris Sheeler. Oh, Chris there we Sheeler. Go. Classic. Deal with the devil. Fucking great song. That's a good song, man. He's a class act, too. What a guy. Shout out to Chris. Nice guy. Definitely. Okay. Once he gets some more tracks out, I'll be hyped to hear those. He'll be back on the pod. We'll get him back on the pod as soon Why as he's not? ready to drop the next one. But now we're done, and now we can say good night and fuck you guys, and we love you. Yeah, well, fuck you ahead. still. Yeah, go, all that. Go fuck yourself in British. Yeah. yeah. Oi, you Brit bastards. Oi, sawed off then. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Got that London look, you no teeth, cheeky bugger. <laughs> we love you guys. Unrelated to this interview at all, but thank you for making Mass Cavalier the number one thing a stream on sleradio.com right now. Thank you. Woo!